On today's edition of the show, we discuss the Florida Panthers losing to the Toronto Maple Leafs on Monday night, getting a point one step closer to a wild card spot. But with dropping a point on Monday, it gets a little bit more difficult as far as the scenarios. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome in to this Tuesday, April 11th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers, not only on Twitter, but on Instagram as well. Follow us there. And... Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown NHL Network as as well. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, official sportsbook of Lockdown. Every make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com/lockdown today to get started. So the Florida Panthers, the big game on Monday night, of course, the with the Toronto Maple Leafs coming to town and the. Panthers, of course, their magic number coming into the night was three, three to get to a playoff spot. And of course, the Panthers had to have that sense of urgency. And of course, at times in this game, we saw the Maple Leafs not having that sense of urgency, but still the Florida Panthers come out on the losing end of this one. And this will be a great time to bring in my guest on the show. He he has been on this show before. He You've seen him on Twitter. And it is Francisco Aporta of at FLA Cats History on Twitter, Florida Panthers historian, and Frankie. It's great to be to have you back on the show. Yeah, I try to get Panthers history, but someone had already taken it. I'm sure it was a Carolina Panthers fan, and it's banned on Twitter, by the way. They must have done something horrible with that account, so I couldn't grab that one. Thus, FLA Cats history because. I couldn't fit all of FLA Panthers in the in the in, in the handle there, so that's why that's why it's it's called that. You you keep but you keep it simple with have, having it short, so I, I it's yeah. easier for people to remember. And and one other thing about the about uh about Francisco is that he's also the uh, a Marlins historian as well. It's funny because yeah. with dual screening everything uh on, on the day with having the Islanders. Islanders Washington Capitals game on. I wasn't watching the Marlins game uh, tonight, but I but there's this awesome thing that MLB app does now where you could track the game on your phone and it shows on your lock screen. So yeah. I, I I saw that the whole time that the Marlins were getting destroyed, uh, which that final was fifteen to three. Uh, there, not not a good one for for yeah. the, for the Marlins. But I was back- watching both games and uh, and yeah, it was much. Uh, you had nothing to to look. Don't, don't don't even look at the score. Don't don't see what happened. Sandy had a horrible start, and uh, you know, let's talk about the Panthers, right? With, with yes, sir. Thus far, with uh, only one game left on the season. Yeah, one game left on the season, and let let's just talk about going into this game and and neat knowing that Alex Lyon was going to be in the starters' crease once again. The Panthers were hiding 
um, we're riding the hot cold tender. And it's crazy to think that the crazy thing, the, the, the winning streak's over, but the point streak is still alive at, at, at seven games for this Panthers team. And we saw the jump that the Panthers had early in, in this one. They were taking away the time and space for, from the Toronto Maple Leafs. But I felt like even when they were taking away the time and space for Toronto, as far as quality shots, I thought that the, the, the Maple Leafs had more of their more of, of the more quality shots on Alex Lyon early on. I mean, there's one where Michael Bunting got uh, got out of the out of the box after picking uh, Forzing's pocket, and then Alex Lyon makes a stop blocker side. Mm-hmm. And even then, through ten minutes, it was nine to three Panthers. They were just, but they were, but also the Panthers were getting really in on the on the forecheck and pinning the Leafs into their own zone. But I didn't, I really didn't think they were getting too much down low and in the in the dirty areas uh as much as as much as i wanted to even though they got the the shots on goal early on i mean the the entire game i mean the panthers threw everything and the kitchen sink at samson off today there were so many shots on that toronto got down i thought that i mean it seemed like they were blocking more than uh, and they i think they did finish uh with more blocks today on the Panthers just by sheer volume of what the Panthers were throwing out there. But it's been uh, that the Panthers going back to the MO of just, just throw everything at the net and see what happens. But, but to your point, the quality shots, I mean, you know, there were, there were a lot of shots there. Uh, there were some like, man, if they had somebody else to uh, interested, like get the rebound on some shots there, especially towards the end of the third period as well. Uh, towards the last five minutes, they had some good shots that if there was somebody there to rebound on the other end, they could have uh, had maybe a chance at it. I, I mean, and, you know, following on Twitter, you know, uh, you know, all, all the beat writers, you know, and, and people that follow the Panthers, Roy Bellamy, uh, people like it's the, noticing that the Panthers weren't finishing a lot of chances and that's ultimately what killed them today i think uh alex line was fantastic was great what more can you ask for from your goaltender uh he mm. especially like in the third period i mean i mean we can go period by period but like in each period there was like this key moment where toronto could have uh scored another goal and basically put this game away uh but he found a way to to make the save and keep the Panthers in this game, despite the fact that once again, they were throwing so many shots on net to Ilya Samsonov. And, um, but there were key moments in this game where, you know, scrums that it's like they, they had the chance. They were probably like a few inches or or like a foot away from scoring goals. You know, uh, I think pretty much every single uh, top scorer had a, had a very good chance of scoring a goal tonight. Like uh, Duke had a fantastic shot at one. I think Verhage had one uh, for himself as well early on in the game. Uh, just just a few. I mean, luckily, you know, Brandon Montour is there to clean up because, I mean, there was that play in the third period. Verhage was trying to pass it off to Barkov. And I guess it, it kind of caught the, the skate of one of the Toronto uh, defensemen. And it, and it just happened to find Montour, who was trailing behind. Fantastic for him. He's doing fantastic these last seven games. I think ESPN, I put he had like 12 points in the last seven games. And he, you know, he buried that shot to tie the game in the third. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he's been fantastic earning that extension money and, and everything like that. But, but the Panthers had chances to finish. Yes. Throughout this game. So, you know, it, it's just like, you know, 
man, it, they're right there. They were just on the doorstep for so so many chances, and then and then the, and the overtime period as well, mm-hmm. and Kachuk especially. Yeah, Kachuk, but then tired legs at the end. Tavares are, are the bane of Panthers' existence now. You know, uh, buries it at the end, and then that was it. That's all she wrote. So, but fortunately, there were outside factors helping us tonight. Uh, thank you to to all the folks up in DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, de- definitely, and I and the the. And there were also some pretty highlight reel stops. There was one where Alex Lyon was sprawled out. It deflected off him off the post. And then Brandon Montour bats it out of the net. Uh, not <laughs> yeah. not quite like yeah. the block that Lucas Carlson had block, excuse me, that Lucas Carlson had last year against Carolina, but still a very a, a, a big stop for the for the Panthers uh there there. And the play that you're talking about with Anthony Duclair, I think you're, is when Matthew Nyes was uh, trying uh, trying to pass it to Nolachari and then uh, Duke steals Duke, it, tries yep, to go in backhand forehand. Uh-huh. And, and then Sam Sonoff just sticks the leg out uh, right before right before Duke can uh, get it get it past him. And Gus Forsling, there's a part where he was uh, he got walked by uh, Ryan O'Reilly. Um, and then and then a few minutes later, he has a an incredible back check on William Nylander as, as he was going to go through three, three Panther mm-hmm. skaters yeah. uh, about to get on, on, on Alex line, but Gus Forsling's there to stop it as well. And just before that, um, that's when Austin Matthews deflects at home um, going into the second period. But also even before going into overtime, John Tavares had a big chance to win this and for the mm-hmm. Panthers to have no points as Alexander Barkov was stripped right behind, right at the trapezoid. And then, Alex yeah. Lyon was there to hug the post. And honestly, I know they got a point. But it, it's a very important point. Don't get me wrong. But that was possibly, and even in a loss, that hugging of the post at the end of regulation was possibly season-saving for the Panthers. Yeah, that was, I mean, incredibly surprising. You'd seen Barkov get stripped like that. But but Tavares just kind of snuck in there, grabbed it. And then, and yeah, Lyon, I mean, so Lyon has been saving this season. It's him, Brandon Montour, <laughs> and Matty Kachuk willing the Panthers to this moment right here. So it's like there, there's so many instances where like they, they probably should have lost. They probably should have uh, not even be in this position, but they're here now. So Lyon has been... I mean, he was amazing. He's been amazing. He's he's still amazing. What more could you? Once again, what more can you ask for from your goaltender uh, today? He's you know, uh, there's something in that number thirty four that's that's powering him. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, that that's for sure. Of course, uh, going back to 1996 when uh, re- referring to uh, no, number thirty four when when it when it comes to that. But we're going to transition over to segment number two, where we're going to talk more about the. Florida Panthers, and even though they dominated the possession numbers, the power play in this one for the Panthers was not was not not great for the Panthers. And we're going to discuss more about the out of town scoreboard, not only in the Panthers playoff race, but going on outside of it too. As far as the next opponent for the Panthers, we're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about. FanDuel and 
Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. There's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up and place your bets and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Back on this second segment here on this Tuesday, April 11th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. I got Francisco Aporta, Panthers historian, and you can follow him on Twitter at FLA Cats History, where he will be tweeting Basically, the 29-year history of of the Florida Panthers from their time at the, the at the Miami Arena, from their move to Sunrise in in the late 90s to even even now. Uh, so make sure to give him a follow there at FLA Cats History. So Francisco, um, the the power play for the Panthers. I mean, the they had a lot of zone time at, at offensive zone time on five on five, but. Man, did they struggle in their zone entries on the power play uh, today? Uh, I believe they got three chances. Let double checking right now. So they only had two power plays two. today. Yeah. So they only and, had two power plays. One in the first and one in the uh, in the second period. Yeah, second going into the third, and and even even for the Panthers, zone entries were just a struggle uh, for 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 this team uh, today. And Sam Sonoff only getting only facing two. But it really all started with the zone entries and the Panthers' inability to get get to the boards and and go to battle there. And uh, when and the Panthers, of, of another thing about the power play for the for the Panthers is that their power play streak ended uh, today at at six straight games uh, for them, and the lack of quick passing as well on that front is is kind of a it's kind of a frustrating for 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 when you are a team who is at least on the ice the team that looks more urgent versus the team that's already locked in and you could see you could even see it in the maple leafs that not necessarily that they're not trying hard i'm not i don't want to i don't want to take that away from toronto but they're not putting as much energy as they would it, because of where they are in the standings and them clinching their spot. I was, because yeah, we were probably, everybody was playing out the scenarios, especially last week for what was like the, the last four games of the Panthers. And so we knew it was, okay, let's see what, where the, where the Leafs are at, where the lightning are at. And then, okay, fine. It's locked in. The Leafs will be hosting the lightning uh, with home ice in the first round. All right, so okay, that's cool. Maybe the Leafs will let off the gas, put in the backup goaltender, all this, all this other stuff, and you know, probably just telling the players, hey, you know, go out there, work on some stuff, work on you know, trying to you know get a, get a feel for the game, that type of thing. Coaches will never tell the players to kind of let take their foot off the gas or, or play easy because they're like you know, they're afraid that injuries will happen in that in, in that sense or things like that. But uh, the Leafs. I, I I guess you got to hand it to them that they they did play hard and they they kept the Panthers honest in that sort of sense and I think players do play with a bit of pride, uh, and I guess with an obligation to the other teams out there 
like, hey, you know, if we're just gonna lay down and and let this team beat us just because we have nothing to play for, then then I guess it, there's a sense of honor to that as well. But once more, I think you were right in the sense that the Leafs did not look urgent in that sense, if at the very least. Uh, and, and really, it was more the Panthers, we're going to reiterate, chances were not high quality. Mm-hmm. When they had chances to finish, they didn't. And so it made Samsonov look like a Vesna Trophy winner out there. So. Yeah, and looking, gonna look at natural stat trick about scoring chances and high danger scoring chances. They're they're almost even. Sixteen high high danger scoring chances to thirteen uh, in favor of the Panthers, and that's with mm-hmm. almost double uh, the amount. And I would assume, not looking at it right now, but I would assume most of the the higher because I think their quality chances were better in the third period than throughout the first two periods. I would assume. Yeah. Um. For no 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 doubt. Um. And. Though, though, and and it, and it, and it really came down to oppor- being the Toronto Maple Leafs just being opportunistic, and I mean, th- and this is where it's a little bit of a flaw to Matthew Kachuk skating at the end. I mean, I know, I, I know, we take, I know that's not a part of his game that I I, it, I haven't picked on his skating at all. But this is where you see kind of that flaw at towards the end where he's just unable to get to John Tavares and John Tavares, man. <laughs> I think he was, was just so tired great. to be honest. Yeah. I and mean, he tired. was out there yeah. a long time. You know, those yeah. just tired legs. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it was also hard for, I, I, I forget who was on the ice for the Leafs. I, the broadcast said that they were out there on, on the ice for like over two minutes uh, in that overtime as well. And then John Tavares just is there to save the day uh for 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 the Leafs there at the end uh and of course when you're one-on-one with uh John Tavares it's it's a it's a little tough to 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 make a stop on there for 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 Alex Lyon I mean we we, we've seen this since 2016 (laughs) so going back to the Trocek was tripped so you know yes Trocek was tripped absolutely (laughs) (laughs) going back to that but um yeah absolutely (laughs) but Going back to out of town scoreboard, um, the island, the Islanders, they were down from the start, from like two minutes in, excuse me, a minute about a minute and a half in, they were down to not to nothing to the Capitals, and then through halfway through the through the first period, down three nothing, they get it down to four one, four two, um, excuse me, three one, and then four two, and then Washington wins, so they. Do gain a little bit of a lifeline here on the night. Uh, how are, how are you seeing how are, how how do you view how do you view a night like t- tonight when the Panthers only get a point? Because I'm still I'm still a little optimistic, honestly. I, I it, because of that one point. It could have been worse, you know. Yes. It, it it could have been worse. The the Panthers, they you can't fault them. They came to play. They they yes, played. They did. They came to play. There was no lackadaisical period that I would say. They 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 threw a ton of shots. Alex Lyon was on his game. Eighteen thousand plus at the arena. Like everybody did their part tonight, so it does give you some sort of confidence that they can come out and get at it against Carolina to to finish out the season. 
And hopefully, hopefully the because the, the playoff scenarios are still open right now with the Canes trying to win the Metro Division, uh, the Devils on their heels, the New York Rangers uh, lost today. The Sabers somehow they they the Sabers are, are uh, you know big you know kudos alive. on them. It's been a long time for them to have a season like this, and they're still alive. They're still alive. They have more games in hand than everybody else. If they run the table, some miracles can happen for them. But the Panthers, I feel, I, I can't fault them for the way for the way the, the effort that they put in. They, you get an A for effort. That's what they get for tonight. They get A for effort. There were chances missed. They cleaned those things up. Maybe some, come out the gate hard against Carolina. They're at home, and and just finish some chances, maybe get some power play goals. And, and, uh, and hopefully Alex Lyon doesn't have to stand on his head to, to win uh, the final game of the season, but it, it still looks good. I mean, we can look at the scenarios cause, cause you know, the penguins are also uh, with two games in hand right now. So they're yeah. sitting back. And then of course the Isles have their final game. So we're, there's, there's stuff happening and there are teams that are, Still looking for seeding opportunities. I, I do not want to see the Boston Bruins. Near do you know, I. They've, they've set the NHL record for wins in the season. Um, some, some possible, uh, maybe miracle from the sports gods. Because in all four major North American sports, and we'll see what happens with the Bruins this year. The team with the best regular season record of all time has never won their respective championship. So not it's not a given that the Bruins will win the Stanley Cup this year. So there's always a there's always the possibility that yeah that, that could happen. But I I would rather not deal with that and let like the Isles or the Penguins deal with that. Yeah, you think about you, you think about the 72 Dolphins in football, you think about before it was the Golden State Warriors, it was the it was the Bulls in the 90s mm-hmm. for, for that. Um, so, and with, 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 with that, I mean, it, it's crazy to think, but I, I, I wouldn't want to, I, I don't want to see Boston neither in, in, in round one, that's for sure. But we're going to transition over to segment number three, where we are actually going to look at the scenarios and this might be a little difficult to keep up with, but we're going to do our best to go over these, uh, in the next, in segment number three, we're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on this Tuesday, April 11th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. I got Francisco Porta, Florida Panthers historian. You can follow him at FLA Cats History on Twitter. And it's, you know, we we wouldn't be juggling around with talking about scenarios if, of course, they got that extra point. You know, we'd be talking about the playoff spot and celebrating. Ooh, ooh so many, so many games that you regret. Mm. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And with with the with the Panthers, uh, this the and for those listening at at home, bear 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 with us about what we are about to talk about as far as scenarios. And there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot happening. A lot. <laughs> so Pittsburgh played Chicago on Tuesday on home ice. We are not 
counting on the Pittsburgh Penguins to lose. I'm not counting on it. And I'm not counting on them to lose against Columbus. Worst, but things can, anything can happen. I was saying that about the New York Islanders going into Washington uh, uh, tonight as well. But they get, they get from the jump, they were just outplayed. Yeah. But assuming that the Pittsburgh Penguins lose on Tuesday, the Panthers will be in no matter what happens on Thursday against the Carolina Hurricanes because the Panthers will, would own that tiebreaker no matter what if the if the Penguins lose in regulation in regulation on Tuesday this is where it gets a little bit more difficult if the New York Islanders win on Wednesday against the Montreal Canadiens, they will be at 93 points in regulation. And the Panthers win, excuse me, lose in overtime. The New York Islanders will pass the Florida Panthers because if the Panthers lose in overtime and and the New York Islanders win on Wednesday, that will have the New York Islanders at 36 regulation wins tied with the Panthers, and they would pass the Panthers in regulation overtime wins. That would be the second tiebreaker there. And it gets a little bit more difficult where if if they if they make if they lose in regulation on Thursday, they have to have if two of Montreal losing Wednesday or Pittsburgh losing one of their remaining games in regulation, and or Pittsburgh loses the two remaining games in any fashion, and or add Buffalo to this. Buffalo loses any of the three three remaining games in any fashion. And I'm not, as great as Buffalo is as a story, I'm not expecting them to win out uh, the rest of the way. So I'm not too worried about Buffalo uh, the rest of the way, because honestly, it's a win and you're in for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you lose even in any fashion, even if it's overtime and the Panthers end up making the playoffs, my mindset is you didn't deserve it. So let's see, I'm going to look at these teams one by one. So we've got the Buffalo Sabres. Let's, let's start with them because they're the, the, the most long shot scenario, but Hey, it could happen. They're up against the devils tomorrow so they're playing the second night of a back-to-back yeah so they'll they'll be tired and the devils are still fighting for that metro division so they'll be coming carolina lost yeah so they'll be coming hard for for the sabers there so that's a very like if if the sabers lose that i would assume that's that stick a fork in them right there but Mm -hmm. who knows but and then they have ottawa all right ottawa's had a nice season this and that maybe they'll, they'll want they'll have to you know they have like a nice little finish and it's their it's the uh uh the last home game for the sabers so they'll be they'll be up to try and win one last game on uh for their home crowd and then they face the the columbus blue jackets who of course are are tanking so uh so there's the end of of that scenario for the sabers it's a long shot and but i would assume if the devils beat them tomorrow it's basically over for them yeah it'll be mathematically over for them so oh there you go and so the penguins We've already gone through them, Chicago and Columbus. So tank, tank, 
get better draft position. That's what those two teams are doing. Throw in some young guys and see what they can do. So the Penguins, yeah, we, we kind of s- have to pencil them in for two victories right there. They'll be at 94 points, right? So mm-hmm. so there you go. And the Panthers can only finish with 94 points as well at this point. Mm-hmm. And then we have the, the those dreaded New York Islanders at the end. And it's against Montreal. And I think the, the Habs are, you know, getting trying to get better draft position. And it's also a, a home game for for the Isles. Uh, man, it <laughs> just went in your end. But the Panthers have the toughest competition to try and finish this one out. Uh, but it but encouraging that they they were able to stand toe to toe with with the with the Leafs tonight, even though we can kind of say maybe the Leafs weren't completely putting all of their their effort today because they got to save up for the lightning and i think they i think the leafs play the lightning in their final final game of the season so, uh they play tomorrow they play tomorrow on the second of them uh, back to back well well, well that's fun that'll be fun for them a nice little preview they're gonna get at each other and uh, so the panthers have the, have the hardest scenario i would i would hope i don't know what the what the canes so can, can we run again what the Kane scenario is to see how how much effort they're going to put in for that final game? Because if Let's the see. Devils win tomorrow, they'll jump ahead of them. Well, right. the Carolina also plays tomorrow at home against Detroit. They'll okay, be playing, so playing at the same time to tomorrow. Okay. So, so honestly, go, go I'll tell you the truth. I'll <laughs> tell you the truth. Even though Buffalo's a long shot, wouldn't it benefit the Panthers if the Buffalo Sabres go into New Jersey and win? And the and because if Carolina wins on Tuesday against Detroit, and and New Jersey loses, at least in regulation, they 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 will the Carolina Hurricanes will clinch the Metro. And I'm looking at tiebreakers, and right now New Jersey has more regulation wins than Carolina, so Carolina would have to win outright at the moment. Okay. They have more regulation wins and regulation overtime wins too. So the Carolina Hurricanes have to finish a full point ahead of the Devils mm, right now. Okay. Yeah, whichever whichever scenario gives the, the Hurricanes less incentive to play hard in the final game. And play hard in the sense, you know, let's not completely yeah, completely uh empty the uh Empty the tank here against the Panthers and save up for the for the first round against most likely. Uh, well, that would be a fun scenario too because if the Panthers can get that first wild card spot, the Canes would be their opponent in the first round. Possibly eight straight against the Canes, starting yeah. with that regular season finale. And they're one and one so far mm-hmm. this season, and both were opposite ends of shutouts. Uh, yes, in those first uh, the. The other one was uh, just um, the second one was just after Christmas, and then the first one ago. was just yeah. before Thanksgiving. Yeah, these teams haven't seen each other in a long time. Th- things have changed since then, so it de- really. De- I mean, do the Canes really want to play the Panthers? The Panthers are kind of kind of hot right now. Maybe it might be in their benefit to try and knock them out. So they're like, okay, we don't have to play them. We just got to play the Pens. I don't know how they did against the Pens or, or the Islanders. Maybe they did better against those teams. So there's that. Uh, that's there's the other part of of all of these scenarios is do the Canes want to play the Panthers because that's who they would face. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, who knows? Uh, but of course, uh, lots. There's still so many things that could happen, and the fact that the Panthers have two days off. I mean, they could clinch. They could clinch before they even take the ice on Thursday. That's bad. the thing. That'd be awesome. They could. Yeah. Uh, not counting on it. Yeah. But you never know because this day by day can change whether it's a clinching scenario or what happens between New Jersey and Carolina. So many, so many things can change in the next uh, few days, and every single day is going to be a different outlook on preparing for. Thursday night's game against Carolina. It's going to be a long three days right before it. So, whew, it, but it's a, but Fr Francisco, I want, oh. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this Tuesday edition of the lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, recapping this two to one overtime loss against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Wasn't easy. They got a point one step closer to a playoff spot. And I, I will, we'll, uh, We'll have to definitely uh, bring you back on, whether it's the Panthers making the playoffs or during the offseason to talk more about this, the what this team needs to do to we'll talk about the Marlins <laughs> or talk about the Marlins. <laughs> maybe. For uh, they missed the but, playoffs, we're talking about the Marlins. <laughs> OK, fine, fine. We'll, we'll do that. Maybe we could both join Lockdown Marlins. Uh, that, but that's up to Peter Pratt. That's up yeah. to him. He, okay. he decides that, not us. But <laughs> tell us uh, where you could uh, where everybody can find you online. Yeah, uh, FLA Cats history on Twitter. You can you can check that out. You can check out uh, Marlins history if you wanna. You know you wanna check out the Marlins side of things. And I've got a bunch of stuff. Just follow my you know, my stuff on Twitter. You'll find my stuff. I stream and do other stuff like that. But but for the most part, FLA Cats history on Twitter. I'll try and post things, post happy things, especially if they make the playoffs, and we can talk about hey, you know, remember '96, remember in 2012, and all these other things. So, yeah. Fingers crossed. Let's Fingers go. Crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, thank, thank you so much, Francisco, and I'll see you the next time around, all right? All right. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone, and Steer Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen of the day. Game to game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every highlight. Locked On Game to Game brings you a, an episode on the entire NHL scene from the local experts that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. So I'm Armando Velez. With Francisco Porta. And you've been listening to the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.